0: Welcome to open source news. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell. So you don't miss out on real news. All right, I'm back for a very focused edition here, folks. This is one of those let's connect the dots, put on your thinking cap. We're going to go down the rabbit hole. You can call this a tinfoil hat. Even though I really wouldn't say that because we've got some facts here, but what's really going on folks. There are three letters that are destroying this country and the world, and they are behind and responsible for two of the biggest news stories over the last week. So please press like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and now it's time to get into this. All right, Benny Johnson a few days ago tweeted out, hey guys, I think I found the problem. The CEO of Budweiser is a CIA operative. No, really. Yes, the three dangerous letters, probably the three most dangerous letters in combination when it comes to freedom and the world, Central Intelligence Agency, CIA. So here we have Brendan Whitworth, the CEO of Anheuser-Busch. Of course, Anheuser-Busch is part of uh, Anheuser-Busch InBev. He's a Harvard uh, Business School graduate. So why is he making terrible decisions in hiring and in execution and in doubling down on this whole Dylan Mulvaney thing? Let's look at this as a business. In a now scrubbed LinkedIn profile, the CEO has listed operations officer, Counterterrorism center clandestine service as a past occupation from 2001 to 2006. He listed DC, Pakistan, uh, Tunisia, and Iraq as locations. So let's go back and look at that. So you can see that he graduated from Harvard. He's got an MBA from Harvard. Prestigious in the world of business. He has a degree in economics. Uh, looks like he uh, was well, a little bit older than me, but looks like he's fairly my contemporary. Uh, I was studying my economics degree about the time that he was wrapping up his. So he worked a little bit and then he went back to get his MBA. Six years after he uh, graduated with his bachelor, he started that. Interesting to know what happened here. Uh, it shows all eight experiences, but we don't we don't know what happened before there. But let's look in 2001 to 2006. Before he went back to get his MBA, he was a CIA guy. He specialized in the recruitment and handling of human sources. Hmm. In other words, he recruited assets for the CIA. Specialized in recruitment and handling of human sources with access to vital intelligence that prevented and disrupted terrorist threats. Okay. So we've seen here and Gateway Pun and others have done extensive reporting, especially when we got those Twitter files. We started to see, wow, wasn't it interesting? There's a lot of counterintelligence, FBI, and CIA people throughout the tech world and in business. Hmm. Now, we see that Mr. Uh, Whitworth here, Brandon Whitworth, has a degree from Harvard Business School. Yet, if you look at the demographics, putting aside a slap in the face from Bud Light to their target demographic, Mulvaney26 post content that typically reaches users who likely can't even legally consume the product. Even if there wasn't blowback that resulted in a $5 billion loss in valuation for Anheuser-Busch, it doesn't seem like the decision that, ed- that a Harvard-educated executive would make given the demographics of their consumer base. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Now, folks, I don't know what the endgame is or what they were trying to accomplish here, But I think that we can agree that there seems to possibly be some sort of CIA involvement in this, and it doesn't make sense that a CEO with a degree from Harvard and a degree in economics would make this move or hire someone crazy enough to do it, and then not once but twice issue statements in support and continuation of this trajectory for Anheuser-Busch products pushing the tea people agenda. I don't know. Now let's get into something that's more substantive, more interesting, and of which we have more evidence of CIA malfeasance. Now, let's move on to the leaks. And we're gonna see that we have some uh, some CIA Stuff going on here as well. Let's go to Cash Patel, former chief of staff at the Pentagon, former deputy director of national intelligence. He's the one, along with Devin Nunes, when he worked for Devin Nunes, that broke the entire Russia collusion, the Russia Gates, the CIA, and the entire counterterrorism FBI going after President Trump illegally right at the beginning of Trump's first term in 2017. Cash Patel is an absolute hero. Cash Patel, on Friday, questioned the evolving narrative over the Pentagon leaks, specifically that a 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guard Reservist acted alone to leak top-secret military data. Let's look into this. We're going to look at what Cash Patel has to say and what another former intelligence person, Larry Johnson, has to say about this as well. Patel, a former federal prosecutor, said he does not believe for a single second this guy, a 21-year-old Air National Guardsman, ran this operation alone. Patel said first, the suspected leaker, Jack Tejera, would not have had access to the information without someone within the Department of Defense or the intelligence community, read CIA, giving it to him, providing it to him, and telling him it should be put out there. It's just not possible, he said. Now, obviously, that's nothing to do with Mr. Whitworth, but this is what the CIA does. It recruits people, and it gets them to act on their behalf. He said even though he worked in information technology, Tejera, that is, he would not have had access to the information. You can be the biggest IT person in DOD, and and you are still compartmented off of the actual information. Almost never does an IT person need to know, as we say, the substance of the intelligence. Their job is to buy the secure information system around it, to protect any disclosure this is crazy sensitive stuff 99 percent of people who have a top secret sei clearance don't have access to this information and me as the former deputy dni and chief of staff of the DOD and publisher of the presidential daily brief with the high security classifications knows that literally there is a lot of people in the u.s that have access to this kind of intel sorry <laughs> i misread that there is not a lot of people in the U.S. that have access to this kind of intel. It's done for a reason. So this doesn't happen. Patel said, while the Joint Chief of Staff's daily brief produced by the directorate goes out to thousands of people, there's underlying uh, contributing information that is compartmented and goes to fewer people. The underlying intel that's very sensitive because it exposes how we got it, who we got it from, when we got it, and whether we can get it again, how is that delivered? Patessa, the only way the classified in, in, information was put out, suggests Tejera did not act alone. Whether he's an IT or not is irrelevant. The way it was produced, the way it was put out there, pages printed, photographs taken, published online. This is a methodical way of releasing classified information illegally. I think he's definitely working with other people in DOD or the intel space to get this information out. This is an Assange type operation. This kid, no offense to him at 21 years old, cannot pull, put out this five months Unlawful disclosure of sensitive intelligence, he said. Now I want to end with this, as far as this article is concerned. Patel said the tradecraft around the way the leaks are being disclosed also suggests a cover-up of how damaging the leaks are. Tradecraft. Now let's go to Larry C. Johnson of Berg, who was a former analyst at the CIA, and his breakdown. This is really good. Until I saw the document labeled CIA Operations Center Intelligence Update, I was inclined to believe that the leaked documents were the work of a frustrated whistleblower. But I have changed my mind. This looks like a controlled, directed leak by individuals who manipulated the 21-year-old National Guard troop member into taking certain documents and posting them on a public server. The CIA operations center intelligence update is a document produced by analysts in the operations center to be delivered to the regular CIA analyst. When I worked in the ops center, I was responsible for monitoring traffic from Latin America and flagging items that the analysts in the Latin American division need to know. I will write up summary paragraphs just like the ones in the documents leaked online. This was an internal CIA document. It was not broadcast to the other intelligence agencies. In my 23 years working with U.S. military commands around the world, I never saw a copy of this type of report circulating among those with the highest clearances. Never. How did a 21-year-old kid get his hands on at least two of these? The classified documents now in the public domain are focused primarily on Russia and Ukraine. The CIA Ops Center docs now floating around the internet are only partial copies. For example, there are three pages all classified top secret from an eight-page document. If you're a goofy 21-year-old gamer simply intent on impressing your young protégés, why not take all eight pages? My guess is that the other five pages contain no intelligence information on Ukraine or Russia. In other words, this guy, Tejera, is a CIA asset, and he was set up by the CIA to leak only the information about Russia and Ukraine that they wanted leaked out. And the other stuff, hmm, it wasn't leaked out. He didn't do it by himself. This was a controlled leak, courtesy of the spooks over at the Central Intelligence Agency. The kid reportedly was a cyber analyst assigned to the Intelligence Wing, which reports to the U.S. 16 Air Force. I do not believe it is a coincidence that he served in an information warfare unit. Remember, he was a low-ranked enlisted guy. He had a chain of command. He did not show up to work and decide what duties he had to perform while on the job. He reported to and worked at the direction of non-commissioned officers and COs and commissioned officers. He did not just waltz into a skiff and print documents at his leisure or at his leisure. A guy at this level would attract attention if he was printing off documents like the CIA Ops Center report. I believe that the alleged leaker did have access to the top secret intelligence by virtue of his job. I don't know if there was a polygraph requirement for him and his cohorts. I think the story currently being sold to the public about this young man is too good to be true, and in my view, is a smokescreen. And then he goes on to do to 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 break this down. And then, what is the purpose of the CIA op? According to Larry Johnson, this is where it gets interesting. Let me suggest one possibility for this leak. Create a predicate for forcing Joe Biden from office. The revelations in the classified documents are not fabrications designed to deceive the Russians. Nor are they the kind of material to rally more U.S. support for pouring more resources into the black hole of Ukraine. These leaks feed the meme that the Biden team is incompetent and endangering American interests overseas. These leaks are damaging to Joe Biden. And what does the CIA do? Information warfare with misinformation, disinformation, leaked information. Because they are about toppling regimes. They are about coups. And they are about evil war. But the wars that the European bankers, the establishment, and the cabal want. And they want Joe Biden out. They leaked the cozy agreement between the Department of Justice and Biden when it come when it came to those documents. And now they're behind this leak. This folks reeks, smells, sounds, looks, and appears to be a CIA operation. What are your thoughts? Put it down below. Thanks for joining us on Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on any real news.